0: You're always telling us what people are looking up and searching and such. Um, but today, I wanted to get, first of all, an overall market thought. And then I want to get to names such as Uber and Lyft, because obviously they're always front and center. First to the markets, which seem to be under some pressure, while well, the Nasdaq's giving it a go slightly. Your thoughts on what you're seeing based on everything that you read and all the things that your clients have been looking up. How are you feeling about the market?
1: It's rough. It's And September is proving its historical uh, uh, uh Uh, past of being the worst month for stocks, and it's been super rough over the last couple of weeks. We've seen these buys on the dip, Nicole, but right after that, we see a sell-off. So the lows, the highs are lower, and the drop-offs are steeper than they've been. We've had days of 2% declines in the last couple of weeks. We haven't had those in five or six months. The sentiment has really turned here, and you can feel the anxiety among investors, large and small. Plus, you have those rising yields right now that are giving investors for the first time another option to stocks, and I think they're taking advantage of it, given a lot of the uncertainty out there.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I, I wonder what they're really focusing on. Maybe it's just a little bit of everything. I mean, obviously, the government shutdown seems to pause that goes back. Um, the taper is real; that's coming. So we'll have a lot to digest. I wanted to turn your attention to the ride-hailing companies. They always are making news, whether it's about the gig workers or you know the prices. There's Uber Eats, which so you have Uber, which is a multifaceted platform, and Lyft, which seems to be more of a pure play. But both are up 12 and 14%, respectively, with Uber being the better performer. What are your thoughts on what you're seeing? Why are the buyers stepping in this month to push these two stocks? While the market's selling off, these two stocks are up more than 10% each for for this September. What do you think is bringing people to these names?
1: great question well i think part of it is the demand story right the pandemic is ebbing or we hope so a little bit and people are getting out more i'm here in Times square it feels like a normal day like it was two years ago plenty of cabs plenty of ubers and lyfts riding around so there's a demand story plus prices are up in some cities as high as 80 percent more than they were pre-pandemic Uber drivers and Lyft drivers are able to charge more. There's demand and they're able to surge charge a little bit more. The rising fuel prices, which you think would impact these companies, don't. That's the driver's problem. And that's really the case with Uber and Lyft. This is really about uh, the volume of, of rides and also the prices they're able to drive through those rides. That's what you're seeing. Plus, a couple weeks ago, actually, it was last week, Uber said it looks like it could report its first adjusted EBITDA profit growth ever, and that's a big deal. You saw both stocks spike on that. If Uber's going to be able to drive a profit, that could be good news for Lyft, although the platforms are slightly different.
0: Yeah, and, you know, as you talk about profitability for Uber, one of the analysts I had on, Caleb, talked about, look, you'll have a quarter of profitability if they can get four in a row then you start to talk about inclusion into you know the S&P index and so that could be a great thing too maybe that's why people are jumping in on these names
1: could be but also it is a demand story and the, the fact that these two are rising as the rest of the market is really uh, under pressure is very interesting and they also lost that that ruling in California State Supreme Court on prop 22 a few weeks back that should not be good for their business but investors seem to be looking past that there's a recent study out of the University of California Berkeley fascinating that says even if they have to pay a minimum wage they may be able to get away with paying as low as five dollars an hour given the time working where drivers are actually going between rides so I don't think investors are too concerned about that happening and Uber and Lyft are both appealing that decision. So that has yet to play out. But I think investors are looking way beyond that. They're looking at the demand story. They're looking at the demand story for the rest of the year, not just here in the U.S., but around the world.
0: Right. And, you know, fewer people are taking public transportation and that's why we've seen cars and used cars and second cars as people now are, you know, getting more. And doing more of that, they're less on the subways or the public transportation because they're worried about COVID or their safety or whatever. Um, that being said, the outlook, as you said, the demand is very, very strong. And that's why we see sometimes where prices may be very high for certain times of day. And do you see that waning at all anytime soon as we're reopening and more and more people are taking Lyft and Uber?
1: Yeah, not, not anywhere around here, or not anywhere I've been in the last several weeks. I see a lot of people waiting for their rides, ordering rides at the airport could be 20-minute wait at the airport to get an Uber sometimes. The surge pricing is in full effect. The weather's been strange, and you know what happens to prices when the weather gets bad with Uber and Lyft and the other ride-sharing apps. So you have that going on, but I just see increased demand, and I think that's what you're seeing even in across the travel industry in general, although a lot of it's under pressure. The ride-sharing apps are doing quite well. These companies are doing well, and Uber also has the Uber foods business and its other businesses that it's able to make some money from. could be a very big quarter for them, and the outlook into the fourth quarter is huge for them as well, and Lyft, because They're very different companies. If you invested in both of them a year ago, well, Lyft has been the much better play, given the pressure that Uber's been under. Uh, But lately, they've both been pretty good stocks to own in the past month.
0: Right. And then the final thought here is, um, we did mention, you mentioned Uber Eats, and they are similar but different. They've both sort of given up this autonomous vehicle story. And Lyft, I guess, is just ride sharing, right? And Uber Eats really helped Uber during the pandemic, because nobody was taking any Lyft they going anywhere. They didn't need a Lyft. And they didn't need Uber or Lyft. Do um, you think having that different uh, sources of revenue was very helpful to Uber when you look when you compare the two going forward?
1: Without question, and the CEO has alluded to that as well. They have this other revenue stream that it's only growing. And it wasn't just that we were ordering during the pandemic. A lot of people got used. To that, as the way they're gonna have dinner. They're gonna bring it in through Uber Eats or through one of the other DoorDashes or what have you. So that was a huge part of their business in terms of supporting it when ride sharing was down. Now we have both of those things happening at the same time. Plus, the company's saying, look, we could post our first profit adjusted, be it, uh, albeit, but still, that's pretty important for investors that have waited. For a lot of catalysts, especially for Uber to really get behind it. The four biggest shareholders of Uber and Lyft are almost identical. Fidelity's in there, uh, Morgan Stanley's in there with one of them, uh, Vanguard is in there. They have some big institutional investors. So the buying has got to be concentrated in these big money management firms, but they represent a lot of 401ks. So there's some enthusiasm behind those two stocks right now.